Village Kids. Hi guys, you're listening to the Village Kids podcast, a podcast hosted by four childhood best friends. My name is Erin. I'm Annika. I'm Julia. And I'm Marga. So today we're going to talk about saving and budgeting. <laughs> Financial literacy. <laughs> For a little background, I actually took um, accountancy in college. That's why we're talking about this. I was also heavily involved with a finance org whose advocacy was to spread financial literacy. So I'm coming here today as someone who came from that org to share the basics to get us started because I know how personal finance can be such a touchy and difficult subject, especially now that we're entering adulthood. Okay, so we're going to start off this episode with a short um, spiel from me, and then we'll end it with like a quick Q&A session, quote-unquote, between the four of us. Oh my god. <laughs> like I'm in JFA again. So personal finance The idea behind it is that money as a limited resource needs to be managed and allocated to different funds for different uses. So how I go about um, basic personal finance is in two parts. So the first part is budgeting and the second part is saving. So for budgeting, the idea is that you take control over your money, over your expenses so that you don't let it just take over you. So the budgeting is also in two parts. You take note of what goes in and what goes out. First part is we take note of any projected income. So take note of timing, nature, and amount. So an example would be like, is your income regular or is it irregular? Do you work a job where you always get monthly salary or do you get daily salary or are you a freelancer who has re- irregular income? Can you predict the amounts? Can you predict the timing? So by taking note of these, you can kind of average it over the year and figure out how much money you'll be making so that you know how much money you can spend and save. So the second part of budgeting, which is taking note of the recurring expenses. So this is a really important part because by taking note of all of your expenses, you can kind of see patterns. Like you can figure out what what's recurring and As I said, take note of the timing, nature, and amount. That's three things, timing, nature, and amount. And you always take note of those so that you can figure out every when you should be expecting that money would flow out of your account. So take note of things like daily, daily, ex- daily expenses. Examples would be transpo or food. Monthly expenses could be utilities, rent, phone bill. Annual expenses could be association juice, membership, if you have any and then from then after you take note of all of those you can then kind of figure out like what which of these are essential which of these are wants and which of these occur very often that you could kind of create funds to fund those other recurring expenses that aren't as necessary so when you take note of all of these expenses you ask yourself, is there anything that I can change? Or is there anything that I can cut? So basically, you segregate the needs versus the wants. Like, for example, can you cut a trike ride that's short anyway? Like, can you walk in instead? 
Can you bring your own water bottle instead of buying water? Can you prepare your own snacks or meals because it's cheaper instead of buying takeout or having things delivered? Oftentimes, you figure out that the greener alternative is actually lighter on your pockets. Stemming from that, though, I'd like to reiterate that a good budget is actually three things. So the first thing a good budget is, is it's realistic. So it's important that your budget does not discourage you from saving. For example, you cut something that you thought was a want, but actually it makes you not want to do it more. Like that's not realistic. So might as well just keep it and like factor it into your daily expenses. A second thing a good budget is, is it's simple. So it has to be something that's easy for you to go back to and understand. Like if you see one word and you understand the entirety of what it means, that's a lot better. And the third thing is a good budget is it's detailed. So the more details, the more accurate your future projections will be. As much as you can, try to take note of your expenses daily. But if not, at least save the receipts and like take note at least weekly or whenever you have the chance. So there are a lot of ways that you can take note of your expenses. Some people actually have like physical notebooks that they write in or like where they stick all of their receipts in and then they can highlight amounts and stuff. And then you can also use your phone calendar segregated by day that you spend or whatever. Um, I use Google Sheets or you can also use Excel. And then there are people who also use apps. So this is like a more fun way of going about it. So there's this app that I used to use. It's called Fortune City. It's like a really fun way to track your expenses because it's like you build a city while you track. So yeah, it's using that too. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. Yeah, but I I stopped because it I wanted to do more with my budget, which I could only do if I made my own sheets. So yeah. Okay, so that's all for budgeting. The second part is saving. I guess the usual formula would be income minus expenses equals your savings, right? But the more smart or the wiser option is to actually subtract savings first, and then that's where you get your expenses. So the rule of thumb for a savings percentage is like the 80-20 rule. So at least save 20% of your regular income. So you save first, and then whatever is left behind, feel free to spend. So you can spend it. Of course, you have to spend on your needs first, everything that's recurring. And then whatever is left, you could spend it on anything, like any wants. The idea of this is that you get to save while still being able to spend on everything that you, on most things that you want while not feeling too restricted. Because it's like a, It's like a diet. Like if the diet is just unrealistic and you feel like it's holding you back from eating what you want, you're going to end up binging, which is also really bad. So it's the same way with money. Like don't restrict yourself too much to the point that you'll end up splurging. So with saving, after you save the amount, the next question, I guess, would be what do you do with your money saved? And I guess... There are a lot of answers to this, so we could tackle this in a future podcast episode or a YouTube video if you guys want. This is just like a pro tip. <laughs> It's to always keep an emergency fund. 
So a good rule of thumb is three months worth of your salary. I imagine that this emergency fund should increase as you get older because then you'd probably be more prone to like knock on wood medical conditions or what but yeah <laughs> so i guess at least now while we're young three months worth is already like pretty good for an emergency fund and then i guess a few other fun fund ideas because i mentioned that i have like recurring expenses that aren't necessary but i like to keep <laughs> so i keep like a, a travel fund Before COVID, <laughs> I expected that I'd be traveling a lot, so I kept the fund to save money so that I wouldn't feel so bad if I spent yeah. a lot while traveling. I also keep a tech fund, so like usually when you buy tech or gadgets, it's like a one-time, big-time kind of thing, right? And I also don't want to feel that feeling like, shucks, I haven't saved up for this, and now I'm going above budget. So I save, I keep an amount, I keep a certain percentage in that fund, so that when I have the time to buy that gadget it's like it's okay i've already allotted for it it's fine they could also keep like a gift fund like julia <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then i guess some other ideas could be like a hobby fund or a home decor fund if that's what you're into so yeah that's that's it for my spiel for today <laughs> it's even great the second time for the record we've heard aaron Erin has given us this talk before, but it's still as educational the second time around. Learning it when we were in the lockdown, lockdown of quarantine. Now it's, we're going back to a more normal pace and, you know, we're starting to really try and go into those funds, right? So I think it was really interesting to kind of be enlightened again. I realize also how much that last talk you did impacted my whole idea of budgeting this is the normal talk that i give whenever people ask me to give like the personal finance talk okay arika you had questions is it the start of the q and a now yeah oh sure <laughs> okay my question is so when you set your budget do you set these funds in terms of your projected income in a year or do you do it on like a monthly basis cuz Things are so like prone to change, like you said, even with the travel fund and all of that. That's so true. Um, I think it's better to match the allocation of funds to the timing of your income. So, like, if your income comes in monthly, bi-monthly, um, it's best to like allocate as soon as you get it. Like the idea that you've already set aside before you've spent on anything. So that kind of You kind of feel in control, but at the same time, like you still get to spend on other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then, in terms of like investment, is that a part of your savings, or do you include that in your funds? So I actually have a couple of funds going right now. I have um, the emergency fund fund, which I'm almost at. So like once that stops, I can allocate more to the other funds. And then I have an investment fund, so this is what I use to put money in my accounts. And then I have the travel fund and the gadget fund. It's all pretty relative, I guess. I mean, how much you put in each depends on you. Like what percentage is comfortable for you. The twenty percent rule is a pretty good rule. To answer your question, for me, the twenty percent 
is like divided. So I used some of that for the emergency fund. And then I did some of that for the investment fund because I don't really save money in the bank. If you get what I mean. I mean, like the, the money that I keep in the bank should be like the emergency fund and like, I don't know, like petty cash, like the, the money that you use for expenses. And then the rest, I prefer to keep it in my investment account. That is that is a whole other long discussion that I feel like my friends would be better at facilitating than me. <laughs> I'll be sure to invite some of my friends over then. They have a lot of questions about investing. Same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> like, where do you make the account? <laughs> that is a very good question that we can answer in a future episode <laughs> but for you i'll answer it later <laughs> i feel like we're so drifting now but okay just to like say this point before i forget it um i feel like it's so daunting i mean i feel like i can obsess about things when i really get into it it's just that finances hasn't i'm not there yet so it's i don't want to make bad decisions it feels like a gamble in a bit so maybe it's because i'm uninformed for yeah. sure for sure like if you don't research about the stuff it definitely is a gamble yeah if that's what you're afraid of i guess like a mutual fund would be a good place to start at least because somebody else who is like a professional who's done it <laughs> for years is like managing the fund if you let's say the you overestimate how much to put into the funds. Let's say you don't end up spending as much as like you anticipated. Do you allow yourself to carry forward that amount into the next? Yeah, I actually, I carry it forward. And I guess learning from that, you learn to like adjust your fund percentage. So maybe you could a lot less into it next year. So like, for example, a gift um, fund, if you don't spend as much as, you thought you would have maybe in the next year instead of putting like 10% in you could put in like 5% and then still give as much gifts as you would want <laughs> how did you build your sheet oh my gosh that's that's kind of difficult to just say but i think i started with the I, the whole idea of my sheet is like i know exactly how much i have in bank at any point in time because i guess it's it also comes with like COVID. So like I'm not spending as much. So it's easier to be like on top of it. But basically, so I, I do it on Sheets, right? I keep a Sheets app on my phone too. So that when I spend, it's like, it's right there. I could just input it. It's actually a lot of tabs. So like I have a tab that keeps like um, how much money I have in the bank. And then I have a tab which keeps like how much I charge to the credit card so that I can still keep track of expenses and not just when I have to pay the card. The most important tab would be like the summary tab. The bank tab has like income and expense, but then the credit card tab is all expense, right? So for all of those, because I mentioned uh, take note of timing, nature, and amount, right? So for nature specifically, I write descriptors. So like um, shopping, is it shopping? Is it home decor? Is it utilities? Is it you know, I describe what it is and then it kind of, I use the formula to, to summarize it in the side and also 
another formula for, it's so hard to explain but it's another formula in another tab that also aggregates both the credit card info and the bank info so like um from that table you can create a chart like a pie chart that tells you how much of the pie is shopping you better cut down on that <laughs> you know yeah follow-up like you have your funds right so do you track your funds also on your sheet yes so like whenever i have income it's like an allocation of sorts so imagine a bank tab where things are in rows <laughs> and like this specific row is a salary row so i extend that row and like i basically allocate that salary so for example i put like 20% savings and then i put like 5% gadget fund 5% and then the last cell is basically what you have left over after all of those funds are subtracted from your full salary. I have another tab for those funds that just keeps track of how much is in that fund. When you spend from that fund, you have to subtract as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain in a podcast setting, but I hope you imagined it from there. <laughs> I kind of can't wrap my head around it yet. It's just, um, right, because you mentioned you don't really have, or you don't usually keep your money in the bank, like savings bank, because you want the money to work, right? I'm, I'm assuming. So uh, how do you track your fund, your money once it's already in the investment, you know, bank? But in, yeah. yeah, that one. With, with the investment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking there's the risk part, right? So what if you lost money? Like, how do you, how does that translate on your sheet? Okay, so. It's not yet realized. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's earning. so true. So mm-hmm. I, in the bank tab, I subtract it. So obviously it goes out of the bank, right? So the basically the bank tabs, um, the last cell in the bank tab is always equal to how much is actually in bank all the time. And then what I do whenever I take money out of the bank and put it into investments is I subtract it right away. So I subtract it and the nature says that it goes to like whatever investment it's at. So like I know how much money I put into that investment, like gross. And then I have another tab that keeps track of the investments and how they're doing. So like what I do with that is since it moves basically like all the time <laughs> for the whole working day, I just check in on it every now and then. But every end of the year, I write down like the closing prices and stuff. I take note of how much I gained or lost in an imagination setting. Like if I sold it at that year end, how much would I have gained? And then... I carried over to the next year. But I think okay. a really important note to this is that not you don't necessarily have to make it exactly like how I do it, but more of how you would use it. Mm-hmm. So for you guys, I could help you set up your budget. You could do a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that. Twitch. Oh my gosh. Adulting. Thank you for tuning in to the
this episode. We hope you enjoyed learning personal finance with us. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.